Welcome back to PriceBow. This one's going to be a bit different because it includes an industry-wide press conference held by MuscleTech Online that covered both the bodybuilding media and the supplement sports nutrition media companies. It was to announce the joining of Blessing the Boogeyman Awadabu to Team MuscleTech, and I wanted to include it because no one else did. The YouTube video is really good, but uh, there's a part about 13 minutes in where he talks about the last two companies he was with, and it's a really interesting story that everyone does need to hear. After that, Ben and I get into a podcast that was held live on our Discord, and we ask Blessing some more questions, and that's great as well. So enjoy. But on this, you're going in the beginning, you're going to hear Scott Welsh and Eric Hesse of Muscle Tech, as well as Ryan from Fitness Informant, Ron Harris of Muscular Development, and Dave Palumbo of RX Muscle. Thanks for watching. All right. So welcome, everybody. We wanted to have our first virtual press conference, and we wanted to sort of do something different than what we've seen traditionally done, where usually it's the bodybuilding media sources like RX Muscle and Muscular Development, etc., that kind of do their own thing. But it's the other supplement media sources like Price Plow and Fitness Informant and Stack 3D that sort of do their own thing. And I thought for fun, why don't we cross promote a little bit here where we kind of because we're all in the same industry, we just cover different aspects of it. So I thought uh, it would be great to have um, the top media sources here together to talk shop. So Muscle, obviously, Muscle Tech was formed in 1995. I'm with them now, as you guys know. And uh, Eric Hesse is uh, one of the key people here who I work with back in the day at Muscle Tech. But uh, we obviously want to take the direction of the brand a little bit differently than what you've seen for the last three or four years. And uh, so we've got an athlete that we've signed. Today is his first official day starting with us. Wanted to go around the room and see, does anybody know a, a guess on who it is? <laughs> it's Blessing. Okay. Price plow, guys? I, I would bet a million dollars on that. I bet a million dollars on Nick Walker. <laughs> okay. Well, this would be good. Uh, Nick Walker. I will say he was one of them. Oh, okay. So... He's looking at that with muscle tech. So he's kind of yeah, dialed yeah, into what's happening here. So let me just uh, tell him now to come on. Yeah, it is blessing I would dabble the board with us now. Uh, Multi-year deal. So uh, really excited about it. And uh, we're going to have him on right now just to sort of uh, introduce us. And maybe, Eric, while I'm getting that set up, you can talk about some of the decisions that went into forming alliance with uh, with Blessing. Yeah, I just got to say, Ryan, I'm, I'm very sorry. It's not Big Rammy. And I know you had your hopes up there. <laughs> Blessing yeah. works. He's a good dude. And you know what? And that that's really the catalyst behind this. He he is such a good guy. He is a he's a pro that transcends the sport. He has the ability to to not just you know gain respect with everyone in the industry from a bodybuilding perspective. Has a great physique. He's won two shows this year. You know he's really up and coming. But he's been on the scene for so long. I mean, he's been around since 2017 on on TikTok and social media, creating videos that i'm sure all of us saw long before we realized who he was you know the the uh, video of him mugging at the at the grocery store in the camera where he sees the security camera and then he pulls off a shirt and starts posing you know that's like that's classic blessing so when there was an opportunity to bring him on a team muscle tag i mean the first thing i did was tell scott i was like literally i'm like i'm like gotta get this guy this is a, this guy will be the biggest thing that's happened to muscle tech since phil heath right and um we made it happen and he was excited to join our team because of the legacy that we've had with, with some of the great bodybuilders that we've had as part of team muscle tech since, you know, 1998, 1997. So that's, yeah, I'm excited to bring him on the team. 
Since the Greg Kovacs days, uh, Dave, I know you were instrumental with his uh, career in the early days. And I was on your show talking about the uh, trip in Spain with Mr. Kovacs, which was uh, all I kept hearing was Mr. Kovac, Mr. Kovac, Mr. Kovac. And then this Titan was towering out of stores and it was just, uh, it was like King Kong in New York. But um, busing is just uh, one of the things that reminds me a lot of Rich Piano, where it doesn't matter where he competes. He's an entertainer. He's a real personality. And I think it kind of makes bodybuilding fun to sort of allow, um, you know, different people to get exposure to uh, to the boogeyman. And without further ado, here is the boogeyman. He's just going to, uh, he's, he's in right now. I guess he's getting, there he is. <laughs> it's a blessing. Welcome. This is the first virtual press conference that we've had in muscle tech history and uh, glad to have you on the team. Obviously, uh, please tell the fan, tell the group of media sources here what's on your mind. What is going on, people? Wow, it's so cool to see everybody here. I know a few people here. I'm Dave, is that you, Dave? That's me. Is you that you? Look good, Dave. You Thank look you. good. You're <laughs> looking you. younger every time I see you now. Yes. Hey, good to see you guys, man. So, um, I think this is uh. I call to break the news to everybody that the boogeyman is now muscle tech. <laughs> That's it. It's amazing. Listen, uh, blessing. I just want to start by introducing the two, the gentleman on the top right with the beard. That is Mike Roberto. He's the CEO of Price Plow, and this is obviously Benjamin Kane on the left with the beard, and he's with Price Plow as well. And then we have Ryan Buckeye. He's with Fitness Informant. He's got some amazing product with his Fit Butters. And obviously, you know this gentleman here with uh, Eric Hesse from, from Muscle Tech and Iovate and Ron Harris, Muscle Development. I know that uh, you guys have done oh, all man, work together there, no introduction needed, and obviously uh, Dave Palumbo. So we really value these people as the key leaders in the media industry of getting the news out there and thought it would be great for us to sort of cross-promote a little bit because some of the supplement media sources don't get the sort of exposure that they deserve. And we thought that by putting you all in one area, and you, these guys have always been supporters of you and your career from uh, back in the days with uh, Trek Nutrition and then, you know, moving over to Redcom and you relocated to Boca Raton. And now, obviously, the evolution here with you seeing with us. Um, so very excited to have you. I love that little teaser. Did you guys see the teaser that Blessing did where he showed the different brands? Now, the supplement guys, Blessing, what were some of the companies that were courting you to try to convince you to go on their team? Oh man, there was a lot of great brand. You know, I have to, I have to just say thank you to a lot of these guys. You know, it feels nice to be wanted. You know, and there, there, there are a lot of brands out there that I really truly respect. You know, a lot of great brands like Rice. You know, that was that was a that was a close call. And uh, I was matter of fact, I actually had the contract on, ready to go. And they, the BSN as well, the contract was there, ready to go. Um, a, a brand from Brazil, Dragon Farmer, Gats got onto me as well. Um, Rule One, uh, there's a whole bunch of guys. You know, even there are a couple of guys that I wasn't able to reply back to their emails, you know. So uh, I, it just, uh, as a professional bodybuilder, you know, I've been a sponsor, I've been a team behind you. Uh, it means a lot to us, you know. And, and it, <laughs> you know, bodybuilding is like, you know, they say it's a one month sport. No, it is not a one month sport. You know, there's a lot that goes into bodybuilding, a lot of mental games. 90%, 90%, uh, bodybuilding is 90% mental. If you don't have the right people behind you, the right team, literally, <laughs> you know, you ain't going nowhere. So it feels good to be to be part of an uh, awesome team like Muscle Tech, a legacy brand 
you know, I've been around for so long. And um, like I said, you know, when I discovered bodybuilding in 2012, you know, most of the guys that I look up to, that, those I'm, that I still look up to, Phil He, Dex Jackson, uh, Jay Cutler, Kate Kamali, uh, Branch Warren, all of these guys were sponsored by Muscle Tech. I can remember one time, I think I, uh, my first ex-flop, either it's Feeble or uh, Body Power, uh, Birmingham. All these guys were there. Philly was there. Dexter was there. All up at the same time on a Muscle Tech booth. And it, is, it was impossible to get to any of these guys. You know, I remember the booth being so big and they were in a little room. And in order to get to them, it, 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 it was impossible. So it was, it's so nice and, and, and so refreshing to be, you know, representing that same brand that all these guys came from. And, you know, I'm just super excited with, you know, what we got going on. And we've talked about a lot of things that we, we're going to do. So it's super exciting. And it's great to see Muscle Tech coming back into the fitness industry, you know, as you guys know, most they makes a lot of the top supplement uh, supplements, you know, that are backed by science. So I'm just truly blessed and it feels wonderful and awesome to be part of this team. Now, in terms of giving back to it, obviously we're sponsoring the Olympia and Mustard Development and RX Muscle are the places to go for the best in contest coverage of here. But I want to get now the bodybuilding guys on it. Obviously, Ron and Dave, there's a friendly rivalry. There's a mutual respect for the fact that you guys both are so passionate about bodybuilding and love what you guys do. But have you seen any athlete in recent times make the kind of changes that Blessing did from last year's competition season in 2021 into 2022, going back to the New York Pro and Indy Pro and winning both shows versus how he placed last year, the amount of changes that I saw in his physique, to me, obviously were quite impressive. What are your takes uh, on that transformation in the last year, which didn't have to do with taking muscle tech products, obviously, but it had a lot to do with obviously the genetic potential that he had as a competitor. What are your thoughts on those? Maybe start with you, Dave. I'll let Ron go first. Okay, sure. Um, the changes I saw, I don't think were so much a matter of changes in his physique as far as much as keeping muscle mass that he had lost in his prep last year, working with Chad, for whatever reason, Chad, Chad gave him a lot of cardio. I think he cut his carbs way down when he went to George, George fed him more food, took the cardio back and blessing was able to come in much bigger, rounder and fuller because so many of us were disappointed last year when he came out at the Indy Pro looking nothing like he had been looking in the progress pictures leading into the show. So I was very happy for Blessing to see him come in the way I know he could look and should look this year, and definitely major, major improvement. That's why he won back-to-back -back shows. How are you, Dave? Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, I think he found the formula that worked for his body, and uh, you know that's what really was the big transformation. I remember interviewing um, um, Dorian Yates and I said, you know, how did you make such great improvements from 92 to 93 Olympia? You know, when you looked insane. Right. And he's like, well, I really didn't improve that much. I just over dieted the year before. <laughs> he's like, I realized I was overtraining and, and doing too much. And when I cut that back, he goes, I, you know, I really, I got my, the muscle back that lost and I, I came with a better look. So, you know, bodybuilding is a journey. It's about, you know, figuring out how your body works. Not everyone's body is the same. Some people need more cardio, some people less, some people need more carbs, less carbs. You got to just find the formula that works for you. Now, I want to get the take on uh, the price plow crew. How important are, so uh, in, in to building today's supplement brands, associating yourself with the right, right, right uh, endorser? Like we see what Chris Bumstead has done and some of these other people have done. 
do you feel that these, uh, if they're done right, are a major benefit to a brand to associate themselves with the right spokesmodel? It's kind of funny you brought that up. I wanted to ask Blessing what he was sure. looking for in a sponsor other than obviously, you know, payment is, is a huge thing, support for your career, but also like what you look for in a brand that you partner with. Because right now, especially with Blessing's following, uh, authenticity between himself and his sponsors is going to be really, really key for his following to have any kind of buy-in. I think we can all tell when someone's just paid by someone, which is fine. You have to be supported by your brands, but having support from a company that is clear that you can see there's collaboration, there's something going on between them other than an exchange of money, I think is really, really big for today's following. Uh, and as much as I love bodybuilding, I've always followed bodybuilding and I always will. There's a huge growth in the fitness industry, and that comes from mainstream gym goers uh, that just happen to really enjoy the sport of bodybuilding, maybe not the competing of it. And so those people have to look up to someone. And I think most often uh, we're looking at followers that want to see uh, brands that are supporting people, and there's some sort of actual relationship between them. So that, that's my answer. I think what's really important on that, but as part of that, I really would love to know from Blessing, when you were looking at those different brands and you had, a, you had a wide variety of companies there that treat their athletes very, very differently. You brought up Rise. I don't, I feel like it might be appropriate because you already said it. Uh, you know, they have content creators with their athletes. Uh, they don't just look to their athletes to do that. So they, they'll bring them in house and they'll do all sorts of stuff. Some other brands have them a little bit further away. I think Muscle Tech is really cool because they usually have some very key athletes and it feels like you're becoming one of those key athletes. So what can we expect from that collaboration? Uh, so for me, right, you know, like you said, you know, uh, there's a lot of brands written over and what do I look for in terms of, of uh, collaborating with a company? You know, what I work with is very, very important to me. You know, the relationship, you know, the, 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 uh, the opportunity to be free, you know, to be able to go back and forth, to be able to give ideas, you know, are so, so important to me. You know, I, I'm sure you guys, you know, follow my journey and, and I'm not a type of guy that would jump from one brand to another. You know, I started bodybuilding since 2012. I've ever, only ever been with two brands, you know, not a lot of professional bodybuilders can say that. Like literally, honestly, the first brand I was with, you know, uh, I started with them. They're a Polish brand. Great relationship. I met, well, I taught. They were family. I was with them for five years, you know, since the start of my career. So we were able to build. I thought we built something special together. In 2017, when I started to capitalize on social media, my kid in my name came out with the name of the name of Boogeyman. You know, because I always said to myself, I don't want to be jumping from one to another. I found a supplement brand, create a relationship with them, and then from there, able to build my own brand along them, just to have that consistency, which is what Muscle Tech got, you know? So 2017, everything took off for me. Social media took off, Boogeyman took off. We came out with a, with a Boogeyman pre-workout, which is still selling to today, you know? But because I taught we were family, you know, that relationship, that bond is there, you know? So we launched our product before anything was signed. Well, when it comes to contract, you got to be careful. There's a lot of back and forth. Now you guys got to change this. You guys got to change this. So that took a while. But then we have to launch the product, a feeble, 2017. So we did that. By the time the contract comes back to me, I have to remember I did a whole tour of Euro promoting this uh, brand without getting paid. I went to literally every country in Europe. So by the time the contract came back to me and my lawyer realized that they've trademarked the boogeyman, to themselves, of course, being young, not having enough experience, 
I should have trademarked the name Boogeyman for, to myself or anything. So they took that name to the company and they literally told me that, and I told them that we want this name back before we can sign it. And then they said, no, nah, we cannot give you the name. Uh, we would love to fight you for it. So they were trying to bully me to sign a contract. They were my main income. They don't, they think I will never go anywhere. All I have to do, I will just end up signing a contract because I have no more money coming into me. So I decided to walk away, you know? And I said to myself, you know, I want to find somebody that I can create a relationship with, you know, somebody that can take me to that next level. So we made that trip to the U.S. Of course, we met with every single man. Um, I went back to Ireland a week later. He hit me up and he said, we'd like to work with you. Wow, this is crazy. Dream come true. I'm going to America, you know. So we came out here, met the team. We, uh, we started working together in 20. 20, uh, start of, end of 2018. And I remember we saw Aaron, you know, I don't care what a lot of, a lot of people have opinions on Aaron. I will never forget what Aaron Singerman did for me. You know, we we'll always have respect to that man. And I remember telling him, I said, actually, no, he told me, he said, I don't ever want you to leave Redcon One. I want you to stay the rest of your career with us. And I told him, this is my dream. You know, I want to find a team, a place where I can build myself, build my brand, build the other brand so we can all grow together and together we can create a legacy. So that was the plan. That was the goal. And then, you know, stuff that started to happen, you know, blah, blah. Aaron got to go away for some time. Everything changes, you know, and things weren't what it used to be. And what I love about Reckon One that end up fading away was the freedom of being able to be myself. Uh, I came into the sport of bodybuilding. I always said the, the first, I want to change bodybuilding. I want to hide entertainment to bodybuilding because I came up in a form of a gimmicky way, which is like a lot of people don't respect me for that because they believe in order to be a professional athlete, professional bodybuilder, you have to be serious 24 seven. All you do is eat your meals, go train, don't do nothing else. But whereas me, you see me running through the doors, take, do all this crazy stuff, so a lot of people don't respect that because they don't think it is possible to be that and be that. And when Reckon One came in and I told him, listen, I have to be able to be myself. And back then Reckon One, uh, the type of brands that make fun content, they, they're very engaging to the things. They create stuff, you know, they, they love creating, which is why we work so well together. But all of that faded away when, you know, Aaron went away and all of this and then, you know, I got to a point where I just sort of re think, uh, reevaluate what's going on. And things start to change. It doesn't feel like me anymore. I became less inspired, less motivated, because I don't feel like the, 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 the team that are backing me still have that love for bodybuilding. It's like they sort of pulled away, which is like, okay, this is not me anymore, because I don't feel like they're really proud of what I'm doing, because they're not showing it, you know? So... That's how that relationship sort of kind of deteriorate, you know, and then it got me to think about, oh, listen, I think it's time for me to, 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 to find a new team, find somebody that will believe in me, find somebody that will, that, that would inspire me to be, you know, myself again. And a lot of brands came in, you know, like I said, relationship for me is very, very important. You know, we met with a lot of people, you know, we talk, when you meet people, you can feel the vibe, you can feel the, you can feel the energy, you know, and, from the get-go, I got to meet, uh, uh, was a FaceTime with Eric and Scott. And instantly, 
What I did not have with the rest of the guys that I spoke with was that connection, that energy, you know, and the fact that they've been following my journey and they respect what I've been doing outside bodybuilding. And they, 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 they saw that, you know, the unicity in what I'm doing, which, and I really appreciate it. And I feel like they are ready to allow me to be myself, you know, to do what I do and literally just, just be myself. So, which is what I had to record one. And no, since that's fit away, I feel like, you know, muscle tech, you know, everything just fit right. And, you know, I think together we can create, you know, awesome stuff. Yeah, definitely. Sorry for the whole blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Hope you guys are still following. <laughs> and you're going to see some new exciting things. We're going to see flavor collaborations. You're going to see potential products in the future with Blessing. So this isn't just a, hey, here's our cell tech. Go out and push it. Obviously, we have new products that we've been working on. We just wanted to make sure that we get the right people on our team and then head in the direction there. At the Olympia, we'll see our debut of the new Muscle Tech and obviously LA Fit Expo and Arnold and all the different shows that you're used to. Um, and we obviously hope to be working with RX Muscle and Muscular Development, Price Plow, Fitness Inform, and all the different media sources that matter because we really want to reach that key person who really knows the labels, reads their products, knows the industry. And um, I really follow, obviously, the bodybuilding industry and I think Blessing is a great great athlete and we support him in what he's trying to do with winning the olympia and uh, obviously that's a that's a far goal uh, but uh, outside of that even if he didn't compete he'd be a great fit and i think the muscle tech brand needs more humor needs mm -hmm. more personality needs to have people behind it you know it's become very much i mean we have part of the university of toronto we have a lab that's there we do human performance testing every year we publish studies but no one really gets to see the people behind that. And I think Price Plow and Fitness Informant has just done a really wicked job with, you know, some of the other companies like Rise and Glaxon and uh, obviously Arms Race and people like that with getting behind the layer. And uh, we try to do that, but we really want to do it uh, and continue to do it because we obviously know that's where the consumer is. That's where the industry is. Um, and after doing this for 27 years now, we're not going away, but we also want to use Blessing globally. So we yeah. want to have him around the world. And um, we're doing things at that level that a lot of people in the United States don't see that of what do we do in Canada? What do we do in Australia, in Europe, in China, in Japan, you know, in Korea? We're manufacturing products specifically in Korea for Korea. There's things there that we've just focused on. But um, getting that edge back is why we're really happy to have you guys here today. Uh, Ryan, let me throw some question down here on the fitness informant side here for Blessing. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you, you, the press conferences, you signed a major bodybuilder. I would say you signed a personality who happens to be a bodybuilder, yeah. which from a business perspective, I think is much more brilliant than no offense to big Rami, love him, but blessing. And you and I go back a little bit from right kind days. He's going to do so much more for the brand from a global standpoint. I believe from a business perspective with his impact on TikTok and social media, and you look at some of the biggest influencers who happen to be athletes in the space, Noel, who's over at Rise. Phenomenal job to the point where they gave an equity stake in the company. Bumstead's YouTube channel, obviously massive, the most popular bodybuilder in the world because he looks like a lot of people want to aspire to be like. Uh, but blessing for you, like you, you mentioned that Redcon gave you a lot of flexibility in the beginning to be you. And I think a lot of people became obsessed with you as a, as a personality and then just so happened to start following your bodybuilding path. Can we expect to see 
a lot of these viral-esque videos, this humor, this, this blessing 110% with the muscle tech team moving forward? Exactly. You know, that's another thing, you know, like, you know, right now I feel so motivated. I feel like that passion, that motivation is back, knowing that, you know, muscle tech are behind me and they're giving me the freedom to do what I do and to be myself. And one thing I didn't mention, the fact that they're so global, you know, I am, I am not American, you know, I, I came from Africa, you know, I'm from Africa to Ireland, you know, so I've experienced a uh, multinational uh, culture and, you know, the first company I'd work with, they brought me all over the place. We went to China, we went to, we went to all over the place in China so many times, uh, all over the world. So I know what's like to be out there. I know what's like to be able to connect with your with your supporters, you know, like physically, not just through social media. When you travel to expos and meet these people, it's it, it's a crazy bond, you know. So knowing that muscle tech are worldwide and they're ready to 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 do all these things, go to China, go to Brazil, uh, go to India. These are the things that inspire and motivate me. These are the things that I love to do. You know, when you're a bodybuilder and you get the opportunity to do those. It's honestly, it's it's priceless. I think Kai Green proved that when he started obviously traveling around the world, he was able to build his own brand. Regan Grimes did the exact same thing, winning his pro card in Brazil, the Arnold Amateur, and just continued to travel around the world. I mean, a few years ago, we saw uh, Regan Grimes throughout Europe doing the different pro shows that were there. And we specifically want to see, we want to see uh, Blessing compete as much as he wants to compete. You know, we want to see him compete wherever he wants, anywhere in the world. And we want to support him on that um, because we obviously um, want him to build his fan following up. And we want to see, have people around the world, see the boogeyman, see what he's like. Um, and I think that this is just a, a great opportunity for us, a great opportunity for him. And it's going to help us uh, be the beginning of a lot of things that you'll see different about muscle tech. So definitely excited uh, for this. Uh, any other questions? Any, any other comments? Anything further? Yeah, congratulations. Uh, you asked how important it is. And honestly, um, just looking at like relationships, partnerships and hiring, it is the most important thing a company can do. I mean, look at what, what's happened since we brought Ben in over here. It's been um, it's been night and day. So it, obviously it is. It's huge. My question is um, on Blessing's story. He says biggest collab in the fitness and bodybuilding industry. Wait for it. And so now we know what it is. I wanted to ask if there are any specifics that we can know about, like the flavor collabs or any, are there any going to be any product uh, uh, pipelines that can be released right now? Initially uh, flavor series. You definitely will see that. Obviously we have a big pipeline of product innovations behind the scenes that we're working on. We're just getting things fixed within the specialty channel in the U S first so that we can leverage that to a consumer that appreciates innovation. You know, you can't just take a really high-end pre-workout like what you guys know to be and then place that in a Walmart shop and then, you know, assume that the, that consumer is going to appreciate that level of price point and that level of innovation. So we really want to reach the people who want the best of the best. Obviously, we've sent all of you the euphoric sample, which obviously had behind me and with the parasanthine. That's the beginning. There's other innovations that we've got exclusivities on that we're going to roll out this in 2023. Um, and it's going to be exciting, but we want to make sure we have the right people. We want to make sure we have the right strategy in the independent channel and direct to consumer. Uh, I had a, a bit of a, a conference uh, with last week with the price file guys just explaining that 
at the level that I evade is doing production runs. You know, if you're running 100,000 units of something, you can't exactly do a 1,000 limited edition drop because the factory doesn't want that business. So we have to obviously to change to be competitive within the direct-to-consumer business. We have a whole team that's behind the scenes building that, but we obviously have to get the right spokes model and then write the right distribution strategy, which we've been fixing behind the scenes on that. Um, but muscle tech is definitely back. You're going to see it at the Olympia. You're going to see continuous next year, and you will see new products coming out with the blessing uh, involved in it quite heavily. Uh, and we plan on uh, on having that uh, roll out in 2023. Well, my only follow. Oh, sorry. My my only follow up question would be to blessing. If you've tried the euphoric pre workout yet? Yes, I did. It's uh, actually one of the first pre workout. Uh, one of the first supplements I tried from uh, uh, muscle tech. And it's funny now when I was teasing, when I was playing with people and teasing them on, on my YouTube channel, and I told them the flavor of what I was trying, not saying what it is or what company is from. It's actually funny how much uh, there are multiple people that actually went and do their research and discovery that it's actually a pre workout from Muscle Tech and it's euphoric, you know. And Jesus Christ, probably one of the one of the uh, one of the best pre workout I've ever tried. You know, I'm not a caffeine guy. I that's why I don't take pre-workout too often. I take only on the days that I really, really need it because of the you know negative drawback that I you know it's it's kind of weird for me. You know, so knowing that uh, caffeine is being replaced by you know affinity parasantine, which is something that sounds from the future. Even the bottle itself looked like uh, something from the future. I call it the Tesla pre-workout. <laughs> Now, Blessing, tell them the story about the fan that guessed it was Muscle Tech. This is a great story. And how he figured out that it was us. Yeah, okay. So one of the uh, one of the day, you know, I posted on my YouTube, I was taking a pre-workout. I didn't tell them what it was or whatever. I just told them it's a flavor. And I said, you guys can guess what company does a pre-workout in uh, watermelon candy. So there was one particular guy. And he said, okay, right now you got two offers coming at you. You got one from Rice and you got one from Muscle Tech. I was like, who are you? <laughs> and he said, okay, listen, I did my research. Uh, two weeks ago, I noticed you were following two brands, Muscle Tech and Rice. And then a week ago, I discovered that you followed Rice. <laughs> and Rice used to do uh, watermelon candy, but it discontinued it. And the only active company that does pre-workout watermelon candy is, one of them is uh, Muscle Tech. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit pretty crazy okay so dave uh, uh, predictions going into the olympia how do you think uh blessing will do obviously this is your lane fully and we've got big rammy is is totally stacked and we've seen the progress photos there he's going to be obviously tough to beat but obviously we've got nick walker's getting a lot of excitement around him we're not sure on the hattie chupin if he's going to get to is he yeah, i'm not sure if he got his immigration stuff figured he's out here. There. he's here he's, he's here he's okay here. So where do we sort of see the, uh, the the Olympia and the boogeyman this year? Okay, Top Dave, 10. don't be shy now. Be as nasty <laughs> as you can be. <laughs> Top 10 for sure. Critics. I'm Top not Ian Blair. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. <laughs> Top 10 for sure. That's easy. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. <laughs> no doubt. I didn't expect that from you, but that's nice. Absolutely oh. Top 10. Absolutely. There's no doubt. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I always tell people there's – it's impossible to, to, if you think that every person is going to show up in the best shape of their life, you're out of your mind. Maybe 30% will show up at their best, which means that 
the guys that show up at their best are going to be pushed up a lot higher than most people think. So that's why I say top 10 for sure, but you could be higher than that, you know, way higher, especially if some guys who were billing as top two or three or four or five guys show up out of shape and then they get pushed down the ranking. So it's impossible to make good predictions for the Olympia because we don't know unless I'm living with every single guy and and know what they're doing on a daily basis to see their body. We're just guessing based on what we think their best is, you know? Hey Ron, how about muscular development? Where are you, uh, where are you placing the boogeyman? Uh, I'll answer that, but I just have one quick question. The multi is the term multi-year. Are you saying anywhere how many years it is, or are you just saying multi-year? I'll leave that to Eric Hesse. He's been here a lot longer than I am in terms of how much he wants to reveal. Yeah, Ron, it's a long-term partnership. It's more than more than two years. More than two years. Okay. Yeah. That's so, you know, we, we really wanted, like, like Blessing said, we really wanted to form a long-term relationship. This isn't something that we're just looking to dabble in. You know, we're, we're, we're back supporting bodybuilding in a big way, and this, this kind of reaffirms that um, by putting this investment in, in, in more, than, more than two years, so. We're excited about that. Muscle Tech used to have a lot of athletes, as you know. At one time, we managed, when I was there, 150 athletes under contract. Wow. Um, And uh, there's really nobody at the time. We missed Ronnie Coleman, and we had it down with with Jay Cutler and Gunther Sherlockamp and Ronnie. Those are the three. We didn't expect BSN to snap snap, uh, up. Ronnie Coleman didn't know he was on the market. We thought he was locked down with ABB Weeder at the time. Um, But... Eric was here right from the beginning and uh, was involved in signing Chris Cormier and Lee Priest, who I know is with Species, does a phenomenal job there. And then some of the, any of the other athletes, Albert Pujols, um, who else, Eric, over the years? Uh, Darren, Darren Charles, Gustavo Bedell, Dexter Jackson, you guys already know. Um, Everybody. Yeah, the, the list is massive. John so, Bones Jones. Yeah. Uh, so you, many athletes. But dudes, yeah. So it's do been, you it's have been Henry, Henry Cavill? Is he under contract with you guys? Yes. Wow. Hey, I'm on the same team with a Superman, bro. <laughs> How about the Boogeyman X to Superman? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to see that video. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a lot there. I mean, I can tell you guys firsthand as industry fanatics like we are of, of the category. Um, when I was doing some formulations for I of 8 and sort of seeing some of the quality control, I mean, when you're a large company, our parent company is a publicly traded company in China. So the, the fact that we can't do what some of the other companies can do in terms of, you know, using different ingredients that we'd obviously want to use personally, we can't do a lot of that stuff. But the things that we can do, the volumes of creatine we buy with our six-star division or diet pill business, Hydroxy gets number one selling diet pill in North America, I think in the last 15 years, um, we bought our competition when we acquired Zenodrum you know, which was the number two at the time. So the history is there. The amount of research um, that we fund uh, globally is just something that we haven't told that story well enough, and that's our fault. But we'll be getting back to that. We'll be getting the edge back. And that really, uh, you know, is part of the plan of getting back to the shows with the, the Olympia and the LA Fit Expo and the Arnolds and everything like that, and being very much a part of the fabric of the industry. We obviously recognize the industry has changed quite a bit, but that's why we're excited to uh, work with you guys and work with the boogeyman. And uh, I think we're going to have some fun doing some wacky stuff. And hopefully we get a uh, blessing to dive into a tub of NitroTech in his bathtub like he did before with his uh, protein. <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. Um, okay, just kidding. One, one, more, <laughs> one more. It's not really contract, but a lot of people were concerned for blessings work visa situation when he when Redcon and him parted ways. Uh, can you say anything about that? Is everything cool with that now that 
Because, you know, we want you in the USA. I don't want you moving to Canada. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, in terms of visa, everything's all right. We have everything under control. We're one of the best immigration lawyers in Miami. So we, 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 we do okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. I think having a company like us with the, the reach that we do as well, we obviously have put Blessing in touch with our legal to assist wherever we need to. All right, the video cut out at that point. So let's get into the podcast that Ben and I had live on Discord at discord.pricewall.com about two weeks later. Well, thanks, Blessing, for joining us. It's awesome to see you. How are you feeling two weeks out? Oh, I'm good. Uh, just trying to get used to this Discord shit. I don't really know what it is, <laughs> but uh, I'm feeling good. Cool. All right, so how... Uh... I guess we should say it is December 3rd, 2022. So you're two weeks out from the Olympia. So you're not looking too tired or anything, man. Uh, that's the thing with me. You know, I got that BBE, that big boogie energy. It's 24-7. It does not stop. 365 <laughs> here. Awesome. So we should say this is the Price Ball Podcast. Uh, so we're really excited. This is uh, Mike and Ben here, the owners of Price Ball. We're super excited to be talking with Blessing. So we talked with you, what was that, like two weeks ago, Mike, for the Muscle Tech announcement? We had an awesome talk. Yeah, we kind of want to talk some more. I hear you got you have a really cool backstory. We kind of know like more about blessing who you are, where you came from. So we got kind of a story on recent times, but I'd love to start the, kind of the podcast talking about where you came from and how you got into bodybuilding. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm sure a lot of people know, or if you don't know, I was born in Nigeria. Uh, I grew up in Dublin, Ireland, at the age of nine. My my uh, mother, you know, find somebody to smuggle myself and my and my big brother to to Dublin, Ireland, you know, and we were able to yeah. So age of nine, smuggled to Ireland. We were able to uh, link up with my older brother that was in Ireland. So he took us in. He became a guardian. We were able to have education, go to school and stuff. And then it was age of, age at the age of. Uh, 14, that's when I started lifting weight. And then I didn't start bodybuilding until age 20. Wow. That's awesome. So was, yeah. was bodybuilding big in Dublin there? Is that is that something that, that is popular? I, I didn't grow up in the city. I grew up like more outside, you know, on the west coast of Ireland, like kind of like on the farm, you know. <laughs> I, I was like the only real bodybuilder out there. I was like the only person that kind of like, got serious into that weightlifting and i was like 16 17 and people used to look at me weird like you know what is he doing why is he so why is he so muscular it must be on some shit like that i used to like people think i was strange i was weird you know because that's all i do all day after school i'll be in my shed training you know because I, I was very skinny you know and then coming from nigeria to ireland and then growing up in a on in a small town where you know, we were like the first black family, you know, to live in that town. So the people of Irish, they weren't really used to like multicultural. So there was, uh, it was, it was rough for us. It was, we had to sign it that we had to go through a lot, you know? So, and being skinny does not help it. You know, I'm like, I'm like that the main joke every time I go to school, you know, been skinny, African kid, whatever. So I had to kind of find a way to, you know, to, to just, get out of being the victim, you know, to, to defend myself. So that's what got me to weightlifting, you know, and I just, I just fell in love with it. I enjoy just working out. It's like a therapy for me, you know, all the shit I may be going through in school. And as long as I get to go home and work out, you know, that's, that's, you know, everything is, I'm all good. 
Did someone like take you under their wing and show you the gym or how did you like first walk in the, the weight room? You know, so when we moved to Ireland, you know, I got five brothers and one sister. And, you know, we sort of lost contact with the oldest in the family, my, my brother that was living in Ireland at that time. So when we got to Ireland, you know, the government was able to help us locate him. And he took us in. He became a guardian, you know, myself and my other brother. And it's, it's like, you know, maybe 20 years, 30 years older than older than myself I'm a, I'm a brother. And he was kind of jacked. You know, he was like, it was, it was, I was like, you know, so I always trying to find out, like, because I always had that problem. I can eat all day long. I was so skinny. You know, I was bones everywhere. I'm then going to school, being bullied and all that. So I started to talk to my brother, like, you know, well, how can I get bigger? How can I get stronger? I remember he actually put me on a lot of med med uh, medication that will allow me to eat and gain some weight. But nothing worked. He tried everything for me. Nothing worked. We went to the doctor, whatever. Nothing worked until I started lifting weight, like 14 years old, because he works out. So I started doing everything he does. And then all of a sudden, you know, I just started to progress. I started to get stronger. I started to get lean muscle mass. And that's how I got really into it. And then I started looking into it, you know. And then I was, uh, back then, wrestling was quite big for me. Those are the guys that I would, I didn't know anything about bodybuilding. I didn't follow no bodybuilders. But watching WrestleMania, Sunday night, that's my thing, you know. That's that's what get me pumped. So and those guys are all jacked up. You know, so I, I always wanted to look like those guys, be strong like those guys. So that kind of like, that's the kind of like the, the route that I was kind of like following, you know. So and I was lucky enough to have a, a shed and my brother put some weight in there. So I was just, I was just in there all day just cranking weights. Nothing about dieting, nothing about, I don't know, nothing about uh, fucking dieting or bulking, whatever. I'm just in there training, you know, and thank God it worked for me because of my genetics. So when was the first time you competed? So the first time I competed was, uh, to be honest, actually, I didn't, bodybuilding was never my thing. You know, I just enjoyed working out. You know, I always wanted to, like, you know, go to college, you know, study science and maybe someday become a doctor. But, you know, during that time, when I finished school and I was ready, getting ready to go to college, I was actually, I was, I was, I was very dedicated. You know, I studied hard. And I was given the opportunity to study science in one of the biggest uh, college in in in, uh, in Ireland, University of Limerick. So I was super excited when I got the opportunity, and and I was I was pumped because I'm like, yo, this is the life I always wanted. I'm gonna go to college, be something, and make my family proud, and ta da ta. And then at the end of the day, I was just, and I was also expecting that, of course, I wouldn't be able to put myself through college. You know, now I'm living with my brother. He's got four kids of his. Now I'm like 18, 19, almost time to get out and find my own way. And then apply for this uh, kind of like a government support for college. I was denied. I, that was all my, that was all my, you know, all my, I focused on that. That was the only thing that was going to get me through college. And then I go to apply for the government. I know we cannot get, get you this grant because you haven't got the Irish citizenship. So back then I was here on some, some, on some sort of a visa. That will allow me to go to school and work. But because I didn't have the citizenship, I couldn't get the government support to get free education. So that broke my heart. That's that was that destroyed everything for me. And throughout studying and stuff, I was still stop uh, playing uh still lifting weight. I started then I started personal training in 2000 and was it 2012? One of my friends, because during those time I just stay straight. Like I said, I'll eat all day long, I'll never get fat, but because I'm now in the gym training, I was gaining lean muscle mass. Now I'm super lean, 
with a lot of clean muscle. So I looked shredded, even though I wasn't really dieting. So I was super shredded. So one of my mates was like, you know what? I think you should do a show. Since you can't get into college and all I do all day is personal training people and stuff like that. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not into that bodybuilding stuff. I don't really know what it is. And I just don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I just, I just like to work out and to do, just give it a go. Listen to me. And I actually did 2012 in my first show. I did not win. Uh, but I got a lot of great feedback from the judges that dude that if I wasn't in the right class, I, I, I went into the first timers instead of competing the juniors. I was I was 19. You know, and so in the first timers in Ireland's like everybody, you, you compete with fucking all the like big guys. So I got good feedback from the judges like, dude, you should do it again, but next time make sure you get into the juniors category, then you'll be able to actually shine. And then I made my first ever uh, IVB pro bodybuilder, Tony Freeman. And this guy was like, this guy was built like Superman, you know, like smart waist, huge, gigantic delt and big legs. It was wearing this really tight red top. I was like, I remember just looking, I'm just admiring his physique. And I got to talk to him and he goes, dude, you got a really good physique. I think you should give it another shot. So that's what I did, give her another shot. And I just started winning from there. <laughs> that's, oh, sorry, I was muted. That's pretty incredible. So, yeah. At that point, how did you get, because you're mostly known as a personality now. So how did you get into the content creation portion of this? Did that just kind of take off on its own, just doing fun stuff? So after, you know, after a couple of years competing in the national shows and I got to represent Ireland and the, all over the world, Europeans championship. And then I won my fourth in the national show at the Horno Classic Juniors 2014. And then that's when I decided that now this is going to, be my job you know i think i'm cut for this i've got i've got future here you know so that's when i decided to dedicate my whole life for bodybuilding and i promised myself to tom pro in three years so i gave some i took some time off and then i came back in 2017 you know i'm like Yo, this is the year that i'm gonna get my pro card and i had a lot of show plans and get going into my first first uh pro qualifying show you know, I've always, like, I'm always this positive guy. It doesn't even matter. Two days out, three days out, ten weeks out. I'm the same person, you know? I'm always smiling. I like goofing around the gym. Even when I'm working hard, I like to make people laugh. And making people laugh is, like, you know, that, that for me, that's priceless. You know, when you're able to, like, you know, share some positive light in somebody's life because you never know what people might be going through. And you're able to make somebody laugh, bro, that's... You know, money can't buy that, and the film that I get from that, it's, 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 it, it, that that boosts me into a whole nother level. So I'm always like this in the gym, and you know, I was filming one of the one of the days with my um, with my uh, with my videographer, and we're just messing about, and then he was doing some sort of he was doing lap pull down, and it looked so funny because the guy was so skinny, and I'm like, you know what, let's do a video, you know. So you're gonna you're gonna you. you you're going to come over here, take some pre-workout, and they're going to lift some weight. And then all of a sudden, you're going to turn into the boogeyman, jacked and ripped. I was like, yo, let's do it. So we did that video, you know, and I posted it online. It went viral. I'm like, oh, damn, people really like this stuff. And then again, right, growing up in Ireland, there's never a professional bodybuilding in Ireland. That does not exist. Bodybuilding and fitness is not big in Ireland. And nobody really recognized anyone from Ireland for being a fitness superstar, you know? And for me to get myself out there, you know, I want to make myself relatable. 
You know, I just don't want to be a meathead. You know, I want to be, I want to show everybody that, okay, I'm a bodybuilder. I can do this. I can do that. I can also make people laugh. I can do whatever you guys are doing. Just make, instead of just being that, you know, that typical bodybuilding, like that everybody, we are now. You know, so that's like my mindset to make myself relatable, to create content that everyone can relate to, especially if it can make people laugh. So I dropped that video. It went mega viral. I'm like, whoo, and people were asking for more. So I dropped another one. I dropped another one. And she just started going crazy. Now, mind you, I was doing, I was working full time in Dublin at this time. So I moved from 2014. I moved from that little town that I was living at because, you know, everyone thought I was weird. <laughs> so I moved to the city, Dublin, so I can be even more weirder. <laughs> so I can follow my body doing dreams. So, you know, and 27, and I was working a first job that was a security officer. So I was working like 12 hour shift, you know, while training twice a day, you know, trying to create content video. So a couple of weeks out to my first pro qualifying shows. And I started thinking, actually, you know, I wasn't thinking. I see other job, you know, I got some time off. I flew to, uh, I think it was Portugal or whatever. I did a show. I got my pro card while still doing videos and stuff. And then I said to myself, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to quit my job and just dedicate my all, all, I, um, uh, all my time to content creating and bodybuilding. It was a risky move. You know, I made that move. I had to move out of my apartment because then there's no money coming in. You know, I move in with my girlfriend's family and, and I give myself a couple of months to crank Instagram, crank all the vines, milk everything out and get myself out there. And that's what I did. And, you know, then I dropped one of these videos. Uh, then I dropped the camera video where I was flexing in front of the CCTV. And that one just went mega viral, you know. My Instagram blew up. Everything blew up, you know. Uh, then I was able to secure a better sponsorship deal with uh, the company that was weak in, in Europe. You know, so that's how all that came along. And the, 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 the main goal of this is to make myself relatable and make fitness and bodybuilding more entertaining. I love that. Yeah, I, I personally love it. You're and you're obviously a very high energy individual, so I, I completely respect that. It, just the energy you have right now, two weeks out before the show. Um, so like I, I don't follow bodybuilding as closely as many of your fans, but like it seems that some people uh take it a lot more seriously and may get like I don't know, offended by how much fun you have in a way. Like, is that where some of is there a little bit of hate coming from that side? Because it doesn't. It seems like you're having fun with it, but maybe like they aren't really appreciating some of that kind of fun because like this is their life and they take it more seriously. Do you have any comments about that, dude? I mean, you guys. I mean, you guys see it. You know, people. There's definitely. I'm not gonna lie. There's definitely a lot of hate coming from that because I make it look too easy. You know, in order to be a successful bodybuilder, everyone believes you have to be just focused, dedicated. All you do is eat your meals. You don't laugh at nobody. You don't talk to nobody. You call your families off. You don't go out with your friends. You don't have a girlfriend. You just stay focused like a zombie. You know, which is not, it's it's not right. You know, even in any sport. You know, so me coming from that kind of like a gimmicky type. And every time I try to talk to people, I always, I will always look at the Logan Paul, the Logan, the Logan Paul's brother. You know what I mean? They came from that type of like gimmicky, fun, entertaining, and they're doing the things that 
high professional people are doing and they're winning. So everybody hate on there. They, they, and that's what it's it, it, it's like uh if you look at it at a kind of like a brand, you know, it's like I branded my I branded myself as a fun, you know, gimmicky, kind of like a clown around type of individual. And now I'm also a professional bodybuilder. And I'm also trying to show people that, oh, I'm a professional bodybuilder. It's it's really hard to transition from being the funny guy and then boom, the serious guy, you know? And people don't believe I can be a legit bodybuilder because of all the other stuff that I'm doing. They don't ever see me winning any show. They know I'm a professional bodybuilder, but they never see me. They don't ever believe I'll make it to the Olympia because of because they don't think I take bodybuilding serious enough. They don't think I respect the sport. And it's okay, you know? That was all my, that's my fuck. I'm having way too much fun. <laughs> And I'm doing the things that they think it's not possible, you know? So that's why a lot of these guys don't respect me, you know? But they see my potential, though. That's why the hate is, is a little bit a little bit more. Now, if you look at Instagram or is, uh, Facebook, whatever, you're going to be seeing videos of me, and they always look at the, my worst videos. They don't talk about when I won Indie Pro or New York Pro when I completely destroyed the show. You never see, they never talk about that. They'll be talking about, you know, a video where I look bad and they're making videos about this. Oh, it would never play top 15, the top 10 at the Olympia, not even top 15, ta -da -da. <laughs> And I just laugh at all of these comments because they love chewing on my name because they, everybody got something to say about me, you know? They get views and comments and make money. So happy days. But my job is to prove to them at the Olympia that, you know, you can be this and also be that. I love it. Um, I'm a, I mean, I'm a powerlifter by trade and, and my energy is very serious. So yeah. I feel like oftentimes I'm kind of opposite of like your energy. But so you said like to be a bodybuilder, a lot of people think you have to hit all of your meals. You can't go out with your friends and everything. Would you say that you don't have an issue like going out with your friends, eating whatever you like, like, do you still enjoy life as as a pro bodybuilder still? Like, do you, are you saying you don't do those things? I mean, you guys, you guys can see that I do enjoy life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, through my Instagram, you know, and of it's all about it's all about you know you have to understand your body, you have to know the things things that you can get away, and things that you cannot get away, and it's all about staying professional. Mm -hmm. Because you're a bodybuilder, doesn't mean you have to cut your friends off, you have to cut your families off. You can always make it work. You know, I don't go out and eat shit. Or I don't, I never drunk. I don't drink. And, you know, I got, I got a wife, you know, and she's not a professional bodybuilder, but she likes to go to regime and she's like to, she likes to stay in shit. You know what I mean? And also, you know, she's a human being, you know, she want to have fun too. So I always make sure I give her the time that we go to cinema, cinema, we go to a movie. Uh, last week. Two weeks ago, she wanted to go to a strip club. So we went to a fucking strip club. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's not like I'm, I'm there every weekend. I'm drinking. I'm having fun. No. You know, I'm there two hours, chill, you know, and just just, just living the life and enjoying the moment because you never know, you know. And, um, you know, it's all about being smart at the end of the day. I love that. So I, I, I get what you mean because – um. 
what you're talking about before, like people only want to talk about the negative stuff. Um, so I'm from New Jersey. So by native, I was a Nick Walker fan. So immediately, you know, what was it, two years ago last year, like where there was all of the back and forth with you and, and Nick, now understanding that you're a WrestleMania fan, it makes so much more sense because it was fun. It was entertaining, of course, right? But even like... It was wrestling force for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even this year, like just last week, Fuad was talking about your video at, uh, what was the NPC headquarters, right? And yes. I never see you getting talked about like, wow, like you have an incredible physique. You're huge. Like, like that's, that's a standard, right? But everyone wants to talk about what possibly might be dramatic or negative. No one wants to talk about the positives. Um, exactly. Did you ever comment on that whole NPC video with him or, uh, I didn't no, Dude, I never commented, bro. I, I've seen all the videos, bro. <laughs> Every <laughs> about that video. And, and you never see me one time make any comment. One of the guys reached out with his name, Kijilio, whatever, and um, he uh, reached out to me. And to me, I didn't really want to reply back to the DM. And uh, he said, Is this for real four weeks now? I told him it's two weeks now. Because <laughs> 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 it doesn't matter what I say. Oh, well, it's, this is what people like to do, you know? And you have to be, you have to be honest, right? You know, you've been in this game. You know fitness. You know bodybuilding. I'm sure you know what it takes to go through a prep. And all these guys, they know when you're prepping for a bodybuilding show, it's not every day that you're going to look your best, especially when you're trying to peak at a perfect time. So you're going to have them days where, you know, maybe you're a little flat. Maybe you're not looking the best, especially being six weeks, four weeks out. You can't judge somebody, you know, and but. It's never, if I'm a weak person, you know, that, that would break me down. That would get me panicking. I'll be talking to my coach. I'll be all on Instagram. Guys, it's not, it's not fair. It's the lighting, the lighting is bad. It was, uh, you know, I was holding water. I was, you know, I just flew in from somewhere. I'll be defending myself. But because I believe in myself, I know my ability. I know what it takes, you know, to be the best. This is bodybuilding, you know. You can't you can't judge a man based on an Instagram picture. It's it's on that day, you know. Let's see if we'll pull it together on that day, you know. So I'm like, I just laugh because this is what they do. Like if you watch all these videos, all these guys making predictions, you know, they never talk about the boogeyman winning indie pro. They never talk about, and if you look at our show, right? No, it was a clean score. Nobody, every single post, not even close. And we went to New York, you know, and it wasn't the same look. In New York, I was even more crispier just to give the judges something. So I sacrificed a little bit of fullness. No one came close. But you never see them talking about my performance earlier this year. They're talking about when I look my worst, which is great. It makes me the underdog, you know. All my life, I've always been doubted. People just don't. And what I what I realized is like, like you know, like, yeah, like you said, you know, and I'm bringing the Logan Paul guys in. They make it look too easy, and everybody tune in to watch them lose. Everybody hope they lose so they can make videos and they can laugh at them. All these top guys, all these gurus, all these podcasters, they're hoping I do not pull it together at the, at the Olympia, especially being backed by one of the biggest brands in the supplement game. They hope I don't pull it together so they can laugh. But I'm going to tell them, I'm sorry. I'm going to fuck up the game 
in two weeks. I love that energy. I love it. And I understand because like as like as people who are like really deep seated in the industry, you don't want this underdog to come in and just show like he can just come in and win. Like that's that's I mean it's an incredible feat if it can be done. So I, I gotta tell you, I'm so I'm friends with buys and tries, the Instagram page, and, and he keeps oh, yeah. great guy, great guy. Uh he keeps talking about Nick and Hunter, which obviously like is a big showdown, right? Exactly. Uh, I saw a comment from asked- him. Yeah, so we have to read it verbatim. I smoked both of these guys in Vegas. I bet my at Muscle Tech contract on it. <laughs> hey, I talk that shit. <laughs> I, you know, hey, listen, this is the thing, right? These people, right? They know my energy. It's it's intimidating. They no one wants a guy like me to win because they know if a guy like me wins. I'm going to rub it on all of them faces. I'm going to talk my shit. I'm going to make everybody have a bad day. You know what I mean? So I, I'm built for this. I'm built for all the negative stuff. I'm, I love all the negative stuff because I I, I you I store all of that in. The minute we step, you know, on that stage in two weeks, you know, all of that negativity is going to come out. And I'm going to be so goddamn aggressive on that stage. And I'm going to disrespect every single person that's been placed on the same side as me. That's what they're going to get. So uh, we have one question from the chat uh, I wanted to ask because I'm not super familiar with this, but people are interested. Since the New York Pro, what do you feel like you've you've improved the most? Oh, definitely my legs. Yeah. Do you have, I, I got to ask, do you have like a certain philosophy when it comes to training? Do you have like, uh, or, or do you have a coach that kind of takes care of that for you? What's your training like? You know, my, my stuff stays the same. You know, my principle is, you know, just go hard, high volume training. That's my thing. That works for me. Yeah. You know, train hard and, and, and high reps, um, a lot of volume and, um, and consistency, you know, consistency. Find something that works. And what people have to realize, what works for one person doesn't work for the other, you know? With me, my, especially my physique, my leg, I got a little imbalance. One leg's a little longer than the other. And when I tell people, oh, blessing does to score. That's why his legs are so small. That's why we we'll never be any of this. That's why I'll never be a whatever, whatever, you know? People don't realize everyone is different. Maybe squatting works for you. It might not work for me, you know? So after stepping off, uh, 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 Actually, going into Indie Pro, right? And it, it wasn't until about four weeks out when I discovered the benefit of Romanian split. Oh, my God. Romanian split squat. This, this, that exercise, bro, is harder than squat. Oh, yeah. As that changed my whole foundation forever. You know? So, I've been focusing a lot on Romanian split squats. I do them with uh, dumbbells. I do them with them trap bars. Uh, literally, that's my that's my main that's my main uh, exercise when it comes to like hitting legs, and I've been focusing on my legs. The minute I stepped off that New York uh, New York stage, and you know, and and when I step on that Olympia stage, and my goal is to beat you know the the physique that I presented at both New York and Indy. Once I'm able to beat those two guys, which is myself, you know, it's it's done. It's the rest is done. And I'm able to show the judges that I continue to improve show after show. 
Because after Indy, they, they know I was going to New York, and they asked me, they goes, can you improve? What do you got to do to improve? I'm like, you watch me. I will be improved. You know, and I went to Indy, New York. Indy, I was more bubbly, a fuller, rounder. And then New York, I sucked in a little bit more. I got crazy diced. I was shredded. But I lost a little bit of volume on my legs. But still, it was untouchable. You know, that's why conditioning is absolutely everything. And that's one thing I really focus on when it comes to this Olympia. I know this is Olympia. Condition is everything. You know, I know I got I got the shit. You know, it's all about being aesthetics. But if you don't have the condition, you know, it's it's over. Game is over. You know, so that's what I'm bringing. They're going to see a different package, much bigger, fuller, rounder, even more condition. So a lot of people are asking about how you think you're going to place at the Olympia. And I'm assuming with your energy, you're going to tell us that you're going to win it. Um, you know, everybody trains to win, right? Right. And I win. And I believe I really can win the Olympia. And I will win the Olympia. You know, but this is bodybuilding, right? It's not like football, soccer, basketball, you can get a lucky shot. You got to be realistic to yourself. It's When you're dealing with human body, it's timing. It's timing. You got you need time to mature. You need time to really build those, you know, those clean density. And if you look at the guys now, like I'm serious, even some of the guys in the top top four, top five, all these guys are just bubbly muscles, you know? It's no good quality. That's why Addy is being that. That's why Addy is killing everybody because of the quality. If you look at his body, the quality is, in, is in, insane, which is something that I possess and I carry, you know? So being realistic to myself, I, I, I really can place in that top three. I really believe I can be in that top three. Of course, my goal is to win the Olympia. But, you know, my this year, you know, my goal is to try and get as close to that title as possible. And after stepping up, they say, we're going to put a game plan together and see how far or how close we are to that title. And then we put a game plan together and how we're going to grab the title. It's interesting because, like, you're, I mean, you're among the best in the world. So, of, of course, everyone wants to train with the thought process that you're going to win. But I... I I like the thought process of, of aiming like top three. If I can nail that, we can put together a game plan to win it. Cause I think that's a lot more uh, objective, right? You can, you can game plan based on that. Exactly. Um, cool. So you've, you've switched uh, teams this, this season from Redcon over to uh, muscle tech. Has that changed your, you know, community around your prep? How has that changed your prep overall? Um, this, this, this changed everything, bro. You know, it's, you know, sometimes in life, you know, when you're on this beautiful journey, you know, sometimes you have to make some switch and you, all you need is some, maybe you might feel like you're reaching your plateau and something, you know, maybe you're losing that fire, that, that, that inspiration. And maybe all you need is just a change, you know? And like I said, you know, you guys know me a lot. People don't give me the credit that I deserve in this sport, you know? They just chew my name anyhow, say whatever, you know? I've ever only been with two companies. One guy, the first one, I was with them for five years. I had a pre-workout with them. They, they messed me up. That was the reason why I left. They cheated me out of it. And then I got with Redcon 1. You know, I was with them for five years. Longest athletes on that roster, you know. And I just felt it was time for me to, you know, I, towards the end, I lost that passion, the fire, you know, that... You know, that the hunger to go out and create stuff, to be more creative. I got, I feel like I got too, uh, too comfortable, 
you know, and there was just there was nothing there to inspire me anymore. And I and 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 thank God, you know, the necessary the the this the important change happened and happens at the perfect timing, you know, to move to the next level, which is muscle tech. It cannot be. Uh, it doesn't get any better than this. It does not get bigger than this, you know. So this as you know, I find that motivation again, that inspiration again to to go out and do more, to give the fans more. Um, I am a lot more hungry now. Now I know that journey to that next level just started right now. This is now we're going to that next level, you know. And and I'm with the I, I got the right dude. I got the right team with me, bro. I'm I with Muscle Tank, and this it's crazy. And I got the best one of the best coach in the world, George Fire, with me. You know, I got amazing people behind me. You know, my wife. You know, I got my training partner from Dublin, Ireland. He flew in, and we can't. We've been on this Olympic camp for the past three months together. You know. And and it's and I'm I'm here. I get to train with Kai Green as well. So you know I've, I'm learning from Kai. You know, so I got everything I needed to be the best. You know, and also all this negativity is coming my way. You know, that's all I need to be the best. I was gonna say I was a huge fan of, of Kai's when I was growing up in in the gym. Uh, the ability to, to train with him must be incredible. Uh, you said you learned stuff from him. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I'm absolutely super curious. Like, is there anything specific that you've learned from Kai that you could share? You know, just just the just the the principle of being uh, a great athlete, you know, and especially when it comes to bodybuilding, the heart of bodybuilding, you know, presentation, you know, connecting, you know, being on stage and being in the gym, connecting the dot and presenting your physique in a way that it's so unique, you know, and and just carrying that. You know, that's part to the next level. You know, so every single time I get to spend with Kai and just get to ask him questions and I ask him a lot of questions and you know Kai likes to talk and he likes to go with that or But I always try to like, you know, just just stay focused and just trying to grab something out of, you know, things he's saying. Sometimes it's very hard, but you have to be a great listener to be able to learn from Kai. You know, and I'm just so blessed that to have, you know, that man around me, you know, because I mean you know, it only makes sense because George, uh, Kai works with George for fucking 20 years, <laughs> for almost 20 years, you know, or yeah. I, I, I love it, you know, and they're still working together. Kai's almost 50, bro, and Kai's looking huge, you know, still looking great. He's still doing his cardio. I was looking at him yesterday. We did let's say, just, I'm like, it's unbelievable. Like, it's not real. It's and it's helpful, you know? It's insane. Like, I can't think of a better person for you to learn from because, like, in terms of people who, like, take themselves seriously, of course, and present an incredible athlete, but also, like, can also joke as well. Like, that, that Kai is, like, one of the greatest, right? Yes. Yes. Like, he's if you guys ever watch our videos, I always send a comment. I was like, Blessed and Kai, their energy just sinks so perfect together. <laughs> yeah, I bet. That's got to be, like, an incredible duo to watch. I'd love to see you guys. You guys do content together now? I just must have missed it. Oh, yeah. Okay. All over YouTube. Okay. That sounds. I gotta watch that because I, well, growing up, like, because it's funny you talk about serious bodybuilders. Kai was that serious bodybuilder, like, like prepping in that um, that apartment in New York City where he had like nothing, and he would cook everything super plain. Like that's Kai, but also at the same time can do a video like recently he's done videos like cross-dressing hilariously yeah. like 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 can serious like can like absolutely joke and and have fun yeah. and not take it seriously. That's awesome. 
Yes, that's and that's the thing, you know. But you know, that's it's like it's very similar to what I'm doing. But you know, with Kai, he he was reversed. Yeah, he was a very serious person, you know. So people respect that seriousness, and and now he jokes like later, you know. Whereas me, I started with the joke, you know, because we're in the social media era, you know. It's like you have to. If you truly understand social media, you know how to market yourself. I mean, look at Liver King, bro. <laughs> the man was smart. Yeah, oh, any yeah. comments on that one? Within a, year, within a year, you got the whole world talking about the Liver King. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's talking about him, right? I mean, it's similar to like your original content, like like out of nowhere, just huge. You know, so so it's there, like you know, the the car that reverse, and I'm doing the whatever, so. But it's very hard when you start with the being joke and then try to be seen as a serious person. But you know, when me started winning, and especially, and the fact that I've really stood next to the top guys, that's also part of the the, the disrespect. You know, until they see me with the top ten Olympians and they see how I fur next to them, then they'll start to know. Oh, okay, the boogeyman is actually for real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is uh, the first year that Mustech's coming back to the Olympia in a, lo- in a long time. Are you guys doing anything uh, together at Olympia? Like, can people find you at the booth, or is there anything special that's going on? Oh, yeah. Uh, we have – yeah, the booth's going to be crazy. There. We're there Friday, Saturday. I'm going to be there for like two, three hours uh, Friday, and I'm sure I'm going to be there for a lot longer on Saturday. I'll be selling – I'm going to have my march with me as well. Underdog mentality T-shirt. I just dropped that. Well, not dropped yet. You know, I want everyone to be rocking that. So I'm going to be there Friday and Saturday. And also, I think uh, we got some cool stuff coming. Cool. You know, a lot, oh, a lot of cool stuff coming with Muscle Tech. So I'm super excited. And Muscle Tech are coming in big. You know, they're yeah, they're back. <laughs> I, I remember you. You're not huge on caffeine. Have you have you been using the Euphoric pre workout still, or how's that hitting you? I oh just yeah, a little bit more. That's definitely my new favorite pre-workout. You know, I'm not, I'm not just saying it because, uh, because oh, they're my news. Because I've never tried anything like it before. You know, right. I'm, I actually, I'm not a big pre-workout guy. I don't like caffeine. You, you never see me drinking coffee. I just don't like it. You know, so but I'll drink pre-workout on the day that's needed. You know, say by the end of the week. You know, towards the middle of the week, making I'm, I'm feeling tired. When it's and that's the, that's that's when you should be taking pre work actually, you know, not every day because you become immune to it, you know. So when the, the day that's ne- necessary, you know, you need to throw it in there. And I'm not a big. And then when I discover, of course, you know, Monster Tag, you know, I start reading about Euphoric, you know, it's not it's no caffeine in it, you know, it's a new ingredient, paracetine, you know, what what is it, you know? So when I got to try it, you know, all the shit that comes with caffeine. It's just so clean, bro. Like it's, it's, it's like I wouldn't even. I would. It's, it's like if I take it's like, did I even take pre workout? Because it's a different type of energy, you know. Mm-hmm. You're focused. You're you're you just ready to go, and you're locked in. And then when the when it's kind of like wearing off, you don't feel nothing, you know. So it's like it's it's it's, it's just, oh man, uh, that 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 whatever the new ingredients, it's crazy. <laughs> For a lot of people, the, the cons outweigh the pros with caffeine. A lot of people just, I mean, like the, the crash afterwards can suck for so many people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some people just get wrecked by it, and that's what this perizanthin kind of gets around. Uh, real quick question, the beta alanine tingles, yes or no for you? Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
Nice. It's funny, actually, I made a, there's one of my video. I made a video, I made a video like that before, you know, when you take a pre-workout and you start feeling the, the tingly. So I took more than two scoops and the tingly was just so crazy. I was like, yo, what's going on? And next to me, I was rolling on the floor. Next to me, I was jumping in a fucking car, scratching myself. And the last thing was me jumping in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I think a lot of people probably don't understand, like, a, a a day in the life or a week in the life of like an athlete like yourself. Like most people probably think all you do is work out and eat and sleep, but obviously there's a lot of content creation that goes on along with that. Yeah. Um, could you talk about a little bit like, like what is that like? Cause you quit your job. You haven't worked in years. Like how, what kind of work do you do like on a weekly basis as like a, a big content creator? Uh, so right now, you know, like uh, when I'm on, it's like, shit, I'm, I'm, I just, uh, you know, I just hired a full-time, I've never really had a full-time photographer, you know, so I've been working with a guy now. Cool. Mostly, was always done by myself, you know, and my wife, she's always filming, whatever. Now I have a full-time uh, camera guy, and literally, we just, every day, we're filming. You know, we're doing photo shoots, you know, we're, we're planning contents, you know, uh, uh, skits, you know, YouTube videos, how we can make YouTube videos more entertaining. The thing with me is that when I'm creating content, especially the fitness, whatever, you know, I don't, I don't want it to make it just fitness and bodybuilding. I want people to leave after watching my content. I want people to leave. Well, wow, that was entertaining. That was funny. You know, that was everything. And you know, that was motivating, funny, entertaining. Uh, some bit of inform information. It was very informative. Uh, we got to know a bit more about the boogeyman. You know, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of, if you like, if you want to do right, it's a lot of planning that goes into this. And that's why I'm super excited with, you know, muscle tech and, you know, what's, uh, what's, what's next to come for me? Because, you know, of course, you know, I want people to, I want people to see me as a, as a, as a, as a high level athlete. I want to be seeing that, you know, it's actually very serious and it takes bodybuilding serious and you respect the sport and I respect all the guys that are doing it, you know, because it, this, it, this is, People don't get to see that side of me, but, you know, it's time now that they will see that side of me because, of course, you know, when I turned pro in 2017, I didn't compete for three, four years. You know, I was making content. I was making skits, you know, and and I was still in the light, you know. People are still talking about me. So for a bodybuilder to take, for not to compete three years, just three years, and, and still stay relevant, that's... It's, that's hard to do as a bodybuilder. <laughs> it's really hard to do. You know, so the, the content creating has kept me in the light and kept me going. And it's what I love to do. I love to make people laugh. I love to entertain people. Some people might call it clowning and not being serious, but it's just who I am. You know, it makes me, it makes me, it makes me complete, you know, and going to this next level, being an Olympian athlete and, you know, Get to that level. I really want to show people, you know, what it takes to be the best, and you know, and 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 that. And I also want to inspire the younger generation that, you know, it doesn't matter what whatever you into. You want to follow bodybuilding. You want to be a professional body. You can be a professional bodybuilder and still enjoy life, and still make money, and still offer the good things in life, and 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 just and leave be known because. The way most bodybuilders live is like, dude, it's like, you know, this is not gonna, this this is not gonna last, you know. Bodybuilding, you can't do bodybuilding forever. And when it's done, what's what you got left? You cut everybody off. You cut all your friends off. You don't have real friends. You don't, <laughs> you know, all of that. It's all of that is very very important to me. And you know, just keeping things very relatable and entertaining. 
I love that. If if you could choose between like being Mr. Olympia and being like the the best known fitness influencer and like really entertaining, like it seems to be like your two biggest loves. Would would you make that decision between like would you prefer one or the other? If you if to pick between being an entertainer and uh... yeah, like you know, like you look at like um you know Bradley Martin or like huge influencers that are not competitors, but they have a really big community. Mm. Or versus being, you know, like Phil Heath was Mr. Olympia. Like that's a, that's who yeah. he was, right? Like like which one of those is more important to you? Oh man, I mean, it's down to passion. You know, it's it's down to you know what makes you complete. Without bodybuilding, man, all of that shit, fuck all of that. You know, really, <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense to me. You know, because you know it's like that's like living life, and and we have to be we have to be. If you look at social media, bro, social media is so fake. You know. It's this plat. It's this beautiful wall, and then when you when you go into, there's nothing in it. It's just empty. You're by yourself. You're lonely. You're. It looks beautiful. You have all these girls. You have all these podcasts, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's down to passion. It's down to, you know, what makes you you. It's down to purpose. I feel like bodybuilding gave me so much purpose in life to to show people it can come from the dirt. It can come from the mud and chase your dream. And, be, and work hard and become something, you know? So that's, this 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 is more than just being a bodybuilder for me, you know? People don't understand where I came from. I came from, where I came from, you're not supposed to survive, you know? I came from the dirt of the dirt, you know? Even when I, when I went back to Nigeria after 21 years, I was staying in Lagos, you know, I was talking to some of the people, like, they didn't, they didn't even believe where I came from, you know? Because I, I was not from the city, I'm from the, I'm from the village, you know? <laughs> They they can understand some of the things I was saying because that's some village shit, you know. So that's that's my message to the world, and that's why I love bodybuilding. That's why, and that's why I believe, you know, it's like it just I, I gotta be the best, you know. You know, I got what it takes to be the best because I got so much work that I want to do in life. I want to inspire kids. I want to use bodybuilding as an example. That look, listen, it doesn't matter what it is, as long as you love something, you give it your all. And go for it. You can absolutely achieve your dream life. I got a ton of respect for that as an athlete, because uh, because I, I feel the same way with like with my sport and everything. I'm surprised almost though, because I feel like with your social media, you can do so much good, even if you're not stepping on a stage. I feel like you inspire a lot of kids. You make a lot of kids laugh, or you probably help a lot of people with your humor and your entertainment. But I think it's refreshing to see an athlete who cares that much about the actual sport, the achievement. Well, yeah, and the cool thing is he doesn't need to answer that question because he's got so much energy he could do both. Could, and that's yeah. that's really cool. When exactly. your high energy is blessing, you do both. It's like that meme, you know? So what that, do you want? <laughs> and get <Yeah>. paid. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, yeah. I don't have any further questions. I think that last uh, statement of yours was a great one to end off on. I don't know if you have anything else to say. Uh, we don't want to eat up too much of your time because we know uh, what's going on. Be curious to, to to know what you're doing for the rest of the day, for instance. Just uh, But uh, other than that, we're ready to rock I mean, and roll. Yeah, I mean, you guys see the hairstyle, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, I just, you got your Yeah, that looks great. <laughs> I'm, like the, I'm like the villain, you know? I was I was talking to Phil Heath the other day. We got to turn together. I was uh, maybe three, four weeks ago. I'm like, bro, I was like, you know, I know you're the villain and all that. You know, I'm like, you know, I want to be a villain like you. People already hate me anyways. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was talking to Dan, you know, and, and, and Dan, someone came in and, and Dan, Dan goes to Phil. He goes, can you can you imagine if we have this guy as a champion? <laughs> and people <laughs> think that was bad. <laughs> so I thought, you know, let me switch up my hairstyle and just be more fucking bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I think it's too it's too oranges though. I need to go more blunty. So I'm gonna do I'm actually gonna go to my barber today and then one more bleach on it to make it blunty. <laughs> I love it. Good for you, man. Cool. Well yeah. I wish we could come see you in Olympia. I don't think we're going, but con uh congratulations on everything and, and good luck in two weeks, man. Yeah, thanks for watching on live. Got a roof for the boogie, man. Yeah, we'll be watching for sure. <laughs> That's okay. right. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. We'll talk you guys soon. are awesome. Yes, sir.